0: Listening to Tea with Basha, a podcast that inspires you to curate your life and be the version of yourself that you want to be. My name is Basha Restrepo, and I'm sharing lessons, perspectives, and discussing topics that will help you help yourself. Because as they say, everything that you need is already within you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about the topic of emerging finance and technology. Now, I'm pretty passionate about this topic and I really want to share this information with you because I feel like there are a lot of people that are just, for whatever reason, unaware of world economy, what happens in the world, how important it is to do your research about what is happening in the world economically and technologically speaking. And I really just want to share this information with you. So if you haven't heard about cryptocurrency, if you haven't heard about Bitcoin, the metaverse, NFTs, I just ask that you have an open mind and just try your best to keep that mind as open as possible as we go through the discussion of all of these various topics. So this episode is the first in the series. And in this episode, we're diving into the financial world with a deep dive into the world of cryptocurrency specifically. We're going to be covering the basics. So the history, what is cryptocurrency, investment risk. Now, having said that, I want to be very clear. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial expert. I'm just a woman on the internet trying to share as much info as I possibly can, because this information has helped me personally. And really the goal of this podcast It's to provide you with value when it comes to creating a life that you love. And while relationships and productivity is a part of that, the reality of the world that we live in is that we live in a world where there is a financial economy, there is money. And more and more, I think it's becoming very important to understand how the world works, to expose yourself to these types of conversations so that you can learn and ultimately become as financially free as possible. So let's just dive right in. So what is cryptocurrency? So I have a couple of definitions here from different sources that I wanted to share with you. So the first one is from Investopedia. So Investopedia defines it as a digital or virtual currency that's secured by cryptography, which makes it nearly impossible to counterfeit or double spend. Many cryptocurrencies are decentralized networks based on blockchain technology a distributed ledger enforced by a network of computers. That is crazy. (laughs) That's a lot of information, but I'm going to break down all of these definitions and kind of give you my interpretation of what crypto is and what it represents. And just stay tuned. I'm going to go through all of this and I'm going to give you a nice little summary at the end. So in addition, Investopedia adds that a defining feature of cryptocurrencies is that they are not issued by any central authority, rendering them theoretically immune to government interference or manipulation. That's Investopedia's definition. The second definition is by NerdWallet. And that definition explains as follows. Cryptocurrency is a form of payment that can be exchanged online for goods and services. Many companies have issued their own cryptocurrencies, often called tokens. We're going to explore that in the following episodes. And these can be traded specifically for the good or service that the company provides. Think of them as you would arcade tokens or casino chips or even money. You'll need to exchange real currency for the cryptocurrency to access the good or service, or as the crypto community calls it, fiat. Cryptocurrencies work using a technology called blockchain. Now, blockchain is going to be a big, big word. Not a big word, but A word that you're going to hear a lot in the coming years. That is something that I personally believe. Blockchain is a decentralized technology spread across many computers that manages and records transactions. So part of the appeal of this technology is its security. Another definition is by the Washington Post, which describes it in its simplest form. A cryptocurrency is a computer code generated by publicly available software that allows people to store and send value online. The open source code originated with Bitcoin over a decade ago. We have an episode about Bitcoin coming up next, so you can check that out. It originated with Bitcoin over a decade ago and runs on an extensive network of private computers around the globe. So the code verifies and groups transactions onto a public record. This record is public and available to everyone, and that record is known as a blockchain. So this is essentially a large file containing... Every transaction ever made and can take days to download the first time. But the important part of it is that blockchain public record verifies the transactions and it's available to everyone. So with all of these definitions, how can we just summarize this into one concise statement? Essentially, it's a decentralized, universal digital currency. It can be argued that it doesn't provide the same protection, stability, or backing as traditional or fiat currency. I mean, again, that's an argument that we're going to talk about when we talk about Bitcoin specifically. However, it aims to provide increased transparency, access, and privacy, not always achieved with centralized currency. So now that we have like a little bit of an understanding, and I can go into this more if you'd like, you can just click the link in the description and it'll take you to the Instagram. You can send me a DM. I would really love to know if this is something you'd like to learn or hear more about. Also, I'm going to be releasing a YouTube channel where it's going to mirror the podcast in a way, but separate from that, I'm going to have specifically a YouTube channel where we talk about cryptocurrency. So stay tuned for that. Um, It's going to be called His and Hers Crypto. So if you want to just go on YouTube, type in His and Hers Crypto, subscribe, and you'll get Hit that notification bell and you'll get all of the updates as we post more and more videos. So, there are two things to kind of remember when it comes to blockchain technology and cryptocurrency in general. There is either proof of stake or proof of work. And these terms essentially describe what is required to verify transactions that has to be approved by the ledger or recorded on the ledger. Trying to explain this in as Simple of a way as possible. It's a very complex system at first, but as you learn more and more about it, which hopefully we're going to be able to explore this a little bit more down the line, it'll make more sense. So, proof of work is not proof of having a job, as you might need for a loan, for example, but proof of work is a method of verifying transactions on the blockchain where an algorithm provides a mathematical problem that computers solve. Proof of stake, on the other hand, limits the number of transactions each person can verify by the amount of cryptocurrency they're willing to stake or temporarily lock up in a communal safe for the chance to participate in the process. So proof of stake is meant to reduce the amount of power necessary to go through this process. But again, you know what? I will save that again for the Bitcoin conversation because energy consumption is something that bitcoin that is a hot topic when it comes to bitcoin but i think there's a lot of misinformation out there about that so proof of work and proof of stake gets a little more complicated and honestly it's really only relevant for people who are looking to get involved in mining cryptocurrency and i think that being that we're in a little bit of an intro conversation here i'm going to save the mining conversation for another episode but please let me know feel free to shoot me a dm i am there so most cryptocurrency is traded publicly and the reality is it can be very volatile but the market cap of crypto does grow it really does the total value of all cryptocurrencies on December 10th 2021 was about 2.3 trillion the total value of bitcoin which is the most popular well popular i use that term loosely because there are many cryptocurrencies out there but I guess the most mainstream digital currency, I would call it, was at around $932 billion. So for now, most people use cryptocurrency as an investment or a hedge against inflation, which we're going to talk about in the Bitcoin episode as well. But crypto can also be used to buy goods and services from anywhere anyone who will accept it. Some countries have banned it, Some have actually made it legal tender. Like if you go to El Salvador, you can use Bitcoin to pretty much buy anything. It's a legal currency there, but it's legal right now in the United States. So let's talk about some of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And my personal favorite, Bitcoin. I am a Bitcoin maximalist, as they call it. (laughs) If anybody is into cryptocurrency or is into this conversation whatsoever, I would highly encourage you to... Check out Michael Saylor and Michael Saylor's videos, Michael Saylor conversations. He does an incredible job. He's the CEO of MicroStrategy and he does an absolutely amazing job of educating people on the topic of Bitcoin. And he's really trying to help the community and he's really trying to open people's eyes up to what's going on in order for them to protect themselves. He is very open to collaborating with different people. He appears on so many different shows and he just really wants to spread the information. This information is free, so you can go on YouTube and just type in Michael Saylor videos or just Google it and you'll have tons of information that you can sit and watch. So Bitcoin first, by both the first crypto and by far the most popular cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was created by someone that has called themselves an anonymous individual called Satoshi Nakamoto, who has described it as a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. The first use of Bitcoin occurred in 2010 when a user traded 10,000 Bitcoins for two pizzas. So which is crazy. If you think about that, I don't know if you're familiar. I I actually haven't checked the Bitcoin price today. It fluctuates on the daily. So let's just give you an estimate of what if that person just held on to their 10,000 Bitcoin back then at roughly today's prices, and this is roughly, that would be now worth over a hundred million dollars. 10,000 Bitcoin, which back then you could get Bitcoin for a dollar, you could get Bitcoin for a hundred dollars. So if you had invested in Bitcoin back then, you'd be chilling. Since being established, Bitcoin has also splintered off into several Bitcoin based products, including Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin cash. But personally, and again, not financial advice, I would focus on Bitcoin. As I'm fairly certain that Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV, and I have to double check this, but I'm fairly certain that they are not technically affiliated with Bitcoin per se. Next on the list is Ethereum, and Ethereum is the second largest cryptocurrency. Ethereum is a digital coin and it's a computing platform that automatically executes transactions and its focus is on smart contracts. Now we don't really talk about smart contracts in this episode. If you want me to dive into smart contracts in Ethereum, Feel free to DM me. Next is Litecoin and then is Tether. So, Litecoin is referred to as the silver to Bitcoin's gold. Now, these things change. So, perhaps you're listening to this episode in the future and things have changed a little bit, but Litecoin has been around for a while. And so, I think a lot of people trust it. And I just wanted to share that with you. But there are a ton of what's called altcoins out there. And then there's Tether, which Unlike Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Litecoin, which exists solely in the virtual world, Tether is backed by local currencies in an effort to avoid the fluctuations of the crypto market. So, I'm going to give you a brief history of cryptocurrency, and then we're going to talk about some pros and cons. So, the first mention of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency occurred about two months after the US investment bank Lehman Brothers. Lehman Brothers Holdings filed for bankruptcy in 2008. The faith in the traditional banking system just diminished, was lacking, and as we sunk into the financial crisis, more and more people were looking for a non-traditional alternative. Bitcoin offered that. Some sources say that Bitcoin was not in direct response to the financial crisis, but rather it was already in development and the events in 2008 made it more relevant. Bitcoin became available in 2009. The first transaction was January 3rd, 2009. And since then, thousands of digital currencies have been developed. And this is the part where it's really important to do your research. There are so many awesome crypto influencers on YouTube that you should check out. There's Altcoin Daily. There's Crypto Wendy O. There's Crypto R Us, which is George. George, I hope George listens to this. He probably won't, but here we are. And um, you should really just watch them and watch their videos. They give amazing info. There's also crypto, I think it's, I think he's called 3T Crypto Warrior. They just give out so much good information. It's completely free and they're just educating people in an attempt to honestly help. So go check them out. I want to keep this episode as short as possible because I know it's it can be a little bit overwhelming. So I'm just gonna give you a couple more facts about the history and then we're gonna go through the pros and cons. So Bitcoin gained more popularity in 2011, and by 2015, there were a lot of cryptocurrencies. Anytime there's a major shift in government or in the economy, interest picks up again, particularly as discussions around late-stage capitalism have become increasingly topical. So movement towards regulation and inclusion of cryptocurrencies have been discussed a lot since the beginning of the pandemic, as people have become more concerned with their future financial security in... What is clearly an uncertain world. And regulation came up most recently in discussions about the new infrastructure bill, if you heard that, or if you've been interested in talking about that here in the United States at least. So let's talk about some pros and cons real quick. Let's go through the pros first. So, without intermediaries, consumers are able to have a little bit more control over their finances and their privacy. So, that's a major pro. Some blockchains can provide privacy, security, and pretty much 24-7 access to any global user. So the market shuts down in, let's say you like to trade stocks and you like to invest in the stock market, which there's nothing wrong with that. But once the market shuts down, you can't trade. If you want to trade crypto and if you want to invest in crypto on a Saturday, a Sunday 3 in the morning or Saturday night after you leave your party, you can go ahead and do so. Cryptocurrencies may be a valuable tool for implementing the much-needed shift to a global open digital economy, which is the direction we're going in anyway. And some cryptocurrencies, especially Bitcoin, are highly transparent. And I think there's, again, a lot of misinformation about that. We're going to talk about that in the Bitcoin episode, but Bitcoin is transparent and it makes it actually a lot easier to track criminal activity. So let's talk about some cons. I mean, there's a more extensive list. This will actually be available on my crypto channel if you want to go check it out. Again, that's His and Hers Crypto. We're going to be coming out with episodes fairly soon. So what are some crypto cons? Number one is volatility. Not everyone can handle a volatile market. Some popular cryptos have experienced extreme price volatility, which can negatively impact purchasing power and just in general, the whole morale behind the purchasing of cryptocurrency. I kind of like to take the approach of buy and hold because you don't think about it. You don't think about it. If you check it every single day, you're going to drive yourself nuts. Cryptocurrency also suffers from a little bit of a complex user experience for those that are technologically challenged. There is a little bit of a learning curve when it comes to everything. And if you've been, which like most of us have been raised in a traditional economic and financial system, it can be difficult to shift both your perspective and your way of doing things. But I think it's very important as we grow individually and as a world, as a world economy, it's important to be open-minded. It's important to be malleable because things can change and you have to be ready for change. As scary as change can be, sometimes change is for the better. As of right now, as of the date that I'm at least recording this podcast, there are still a lot of questions. There is still a need for people to become educated about this world. And the more people learn about it, I think the more comfortable that they will become and the more mainstream adoption we will have. And it really is, in my personal opinion, not financial advice, it's important to diversify your investments. because. With anything, right? If you have all your eggs in one basket, if you lose that basket, you're kind of screwed. So just try your best to keep an open mind, do some research, watch a 10 minute video once a week, try to get a little bit more involved in controlling your finances rather than relying on savings accounts in the bank. And again, I want to reiterate that none of this is financial advice. Cryptocurrency is volatile, but There is a layer of this conversation that we will have in the Bitcoin episode that involves protecting your assets for the future and for your children, or if you don't want to have children, for yourself. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk about that. Well, thank you so much for listening and for joining me today. If you've you've made it this far, I really want to thank you for keeping an open mind. And honestly, I want to congratulate you because if you have made it to this point in the episode you are committed to improving your life and also taking control of it because a lot of people are just wandering around not really understanding what's happening in the world and i think now more than ever it is so important to take control of your life and so i commend you for that and thank you again check us out on instagram i'm going to leave all the links down below and tune in for our next episode where we talk about Bitcoin. Thank you again. I will see you in the next episode.